Does it feel like the only way to sell is to do weird, sometimes creepy things that kind of put people off? Yeah, I've been there, which is exactly why I created Stay Close to the Money, a free resource that offers you 37 stupid easy ways to grow your revenue without being salesy, sleazy, or questionably moral. This free guide is available on my website and in the links in the show notes. So make sure you go download it so that you can start making more money today. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Strategy Snacks. I'm Frenchie Forenzi, and today we are joined by Kim Ritberg, social video strategist, who is going to share behind the scenes on some of her business learnings and strategy snacks. Kim, thank you so much for being here. Can you introduce yourself? Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Kim Ritberg. I help business owners increase leads, credibility, and income through video and podcasts. And basically, the first 10 years of my career, I was in media. And national news, I wrote and produced and helped people get ready for camera. And then I shifted into digital video and I turned Us Weekly, the celebrity magazine. I helped them go from magazine to video unit. Basically, I built in a conference room, a TV studio, which is now what all of us business owners have to do. You basically have to turn your office into a studio so that you can market yourself on social. And so I help business owners do that um, and specifically to grow their leads, income, and credibility. Love it. Um, all right. So will you share what is your number one business win, your biggest business win? Yeah, I'm basically in the middle of my biggest business win, which is <laughs> I my philosophy is basically when you hide from social media, you're just hiding from your own success. And I have finally personally like really started showing up. Like it took me a long time to start really posting on social media for myself. And it took me a long time to green light my own podcast, even though I <laughs> make podcasts for a living. Like I've produced podcasts for People Magazine, Entrepreneur, like lots of individuals. But when it came time for me to really be like the face of the brand, it took me a lot of like just getting the negative voices out of my out of my head and actually just showing up. And yeah. since I've done that, it's been crazy. Like I launched my podcast and I've had national press, like Fast Company and Business Insider. And I am still one of those people. Like, I can't believe I'm, not, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so weird. I'm a business owner. But so being featured <laughs> in business magazines, um, I'm getting speaking gigs around the country. And that's specifically because I'm showing up for my podcast, because I'm showing up on social, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. And so really like practicing what I preach has been game-changing. I'm getting... I'm, ba- I'm able basically to now grow my business in new ways. I'm now teaching group courses. I'm doing one-on-one still, but it's really been a game changer. And I'm now teaching people how I do that. And so I'm seeing my clients win. So like my mm-hmm. biggest win is the same as my clients. So like I'm having my clients who show up with video and podcasts, I'm seeing them get amazing press. I'm seeing them get like leads directly from it. I have this one real estate agent. We did this great YouTube video series. And he got a multi-million dollar home listing specifically from that. I was oh like, my God. amazing. Thank you for your testimonial. <laughs> um, <laughs> and just, I'm seeing that happen to a lot of people. They're getting text messages like, let's grab lunch. Haven't seen you in many years. Love what you're doing on Instagram. So I'm a big believer that if you're showing up on social media, you're building new, like no one trust with brand new people, but you're also reigniting old relationships. And we know thousands mm-hmm. of people in our life. And by showing up on social and bringing our value and bringing our, our unique content, like that's how we grow our business. So 
I I'm really excited because I feel like for the first time, like my hard work is growing my personal brand and my personal business, but I'm also seeing it for my clients. Another one, this um Therese, who I love, she was just in my video boot camp. She took my class, and one of the things I teach them is to use a fun pop culture or news moment uh-huh. to integrate that into your social content. And she went from 100 views on a reel to 13,000 views on a reel. Oh my gosh. Because she pegged her perspective to the Rihanna Super Bowl pregnancy announcement. And like her win is my win. Like I'm like, your win is my win. So I'm just, it's been really fun to like help other business owners grow and to also be just be doing that for myself because I feel like I'm now getting my message out there to more people and helping them. I love it. I love it. All right. So I guess other side of the coin, what is one of your biggest business fails or challenges? So probably my biggest business fail, I think is not thinking bigger sooner. Like I think that Mm. this year I'm really diversifying my streams in more ways. And it took me a while to do that. And I think looking back what I would done differently, I would be networking earlier with more people and asking questions like, how do you make your money? How much money do you make? What are your streams? I think Mm -hmm. a lot of us are like too quiet about money and too shy to ask questions. Um, So I think not doing that sooner. And then I think I had, you know, in my early years of my business, some clients that I think I probably could have seen them as red flags and like seen that earlier. And I was like, that person was stressful to work with. It wasn't fun for me or them. Like it was, I probably shouldn't have worked with that person. Um, So I think those are probably the biggest things, but I think the biggest thing is really not like building my network sooner. Cause I think it's really helped me launch my, grow my business because on mom's exit interview podcast, which I host, I interview women who are building businesses and building careers and lives on their own terms. And that sort of forced me to network because I like to hear their stories and I like to shine a light on them. And then it's forced me to hear their stories. And then so many of them have been so open and sharing so much valuable information that it's really helped me up my game. It's helped me charge my, the right amount of money. It's helped me think of new ways, think of new revenue streams. And so I think looking back, I probably would have um, built my community of like-minded business owners sooner because when I, I left corporate, I didn't really know how to build, you know, that office mate, that colleague mm-hmm. situation. And so, you know, I worked in in media for what, 10, 10 years, 15 years. And when I launched the video unit for Us Weekly, I was working in the delivery room. And that was my epiphany to work for myself. I'm like, I don't want to be working in the delivery room for basically like no payout. You know, right. they got acquired, they made a hundred million dollars and I made zero dollars and I got to keep <laughs> my job. And I just felt like a sucker. And I was like, no, 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 I have two kids. I want to be there for their moments. I don't want to miss those moments, but I like what I do. Like, I like making video. I like making podcasts. I like teaching people how to do that. So I think that um, I really always knew how to network for new jobs And I was okay with networking for clients, but I wasn't great at building my small business owner community. And I would have done that sooner. I think that's something I would have done sooner. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think what you said about clients who weren't like great clients at the beginning is such a common one because it's like, there's this feeling when you run your own business, like that beggars can't be choosers, but you're like, but you're literally doing it to be a chooser. So like, why are you living into that narrative? Yes. yeah, it's super and I, interesting. And I think one thing I I apply, I basically tell this to people who work with me, one-on-one clients and my group classes and for myself, like I try to really keep a sticky note on my computer. That's like my number one priority. Yeah. Like basically I work for myself so that I can have flexibility and that I could like be there for my kids more. So 
if I'm so wrapped up in projects or I'm taking clients that aren't a fit or I'm accepting jobs, extra work at times where it like really doesn't work for me, why did I do this? Right. So I think that that's been helpful for me to like really keep that mindset. Like, no, if it doesn't work for me, why am I doing this? I could go back to corporate tomorrow and get a job. It's not about yeah. that. So that's been a mindset shift. I love it. I love it. All right. Last question. What is your number one strategy snack that you want to share with listeners? Oh, my number one strategy snack is my framework for making great video. So basically, I think y'all know if you're business owners, you got to be showing up on video. Uh, You got (laughs) to be building that like, know, and trust with people that don't know you yet, but are going to fall in love with you and reminding old people about how smart and wonderful you are. You know, we know we've met thousands of people in our life. And they can just come out of the woodwork. It happens for me. It happens to my clients. Like I had someone from college pop up in LinkedIn. He's like, Mm -hmm. hey, Kim, I see it says award-winning video producer. I am looking for someone to make a really big video series for my corporate real estate. I'm like, yes, great. And I hadn't seen him in 20 years, but that's because I was showing up on LinkedIn consistently. Um, Right. Okay. So here is my snack. It's called Messy. Uh, M-E-S-S-Y is my framework for great video. So basically... This could be applied whether you're making one video or a series of videos. We're all kind of making a series of videos because we're always promoting ourselves, but messy. So M is for message. So your message has to be like one message per video. Don't try to shove everything you know into one video. Short form video is everything. So your message has to be not too complicated. Ask your granny and ask your seven-year-old neighbor. If they both understand your message, (laughs) you're great. If you're chewing your weeds, Save it for the seminars, save it for your industry conference, but like it's not for short form video. Um, E and messy is easy to understand. You have to distill it down. So it's not saying that your viewers are stupid. It's just that people are scrolling really fast. You have to have a really easy to understand message. No complicated words, no jargon. Make it super, super simple. Um, The S is for strategy. Basically, I think the word strategy, you know, sometimes people think it's a business strategy, it's a, this strategy, a financial strategy. Basically, you have to prioritize yeah. and you have to have a plan. Yep. <laughs> and so, you know, whether that's deciding how many platforms you're on or 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 how much money you're going to put into it or how much time you're going to put into it, like you need to have a strategy and you need to say your goals because some people like your goal could be brand awareness and other people are like, I need to pack my course that I'm launching next week. That's my goal. So Based on your bigger picture business goals, revenue-based, brand awareness-based, marketing-based, you're going to make your content specific to that. And so Mm. everyone is going to have a very specific strategy that's really catered to their business. It's not one size fits all. Um, Also figure out how much money and time you you can commit. You can grow your business with no money, just you and an iPhone. You really can't. And a ring light, that's enough. But if you do have more money to commit, figure out how you're going to spend that. Like, is it a video series? Is it a podcast? Like, and really make sure it always aligns to your goals. Um, again, I love a sticky note. So I feel like, you know, you stick your, you stick your goal on a sticky note and make sure it aligns because there's a lot of really fun, creative ideas, but your money and your time will disappear. And mm-hmm. you want to make sure you're hitting your goals with everything you make. Yeah. The second S of messy is smile. <laughs> smile because you're always on camera Basically, you want to grow your business, you better get on camera. I feel very strongly about this. I think you can make content that doesn't show your face, but the more you show up, you will supercharge your business. Like that's just the truth. Um, Especially if you're in a service-based business and you work with clients, if you show up, you put your voice out there and your face out there and your unique, authentic personality, which is different for everyone, whether you're funny or serious or, or whatever, 
you have to be on camera. So I just think it's really, really important to put yourself out there and know that your 10th video will be better than your fifth video, which will be better than your first video. Mm -hmm. But you will never have a great 10th video if you don't make your first video. Touche. And the why in messy, the why in messy is you are a journalist. So this is a really important thing that a lot of people think of social media as basically a place to sell. And if you come from that sales mentality, you're never going to grow and you're never going to track your ideal client. Like basically 90% of your content has to be journalistic. You have to think about a headline you'd see in a newspaper or a magazine or a video. What would you actually watch? Because you wouldn't watch, hey, 20% off for Black Friday or like work with me because I'm so smart. That's not the content (laughs) that engages people. It just doesn't. And so you have to really think about what type of content and then like a journalist, come up with a great headline. Basically, people are deciding in the first two seconds if they're going to stop and watch it. So if your amazing reveal is at second number seven, no one gets there and you don't want that. So you want to really catch them with an amazing headline on the very first second. So again, it's M-E-S-S-Y. So M is for message, easy to understand. M, message, E, easy to understand. S, strategy. S, smile, you're on camera. And Y, you're a journalist. And that's really like the basis of making great video that can that can grow your business. It's really, really important. I have boiled down my 15 years of media and marketing expertise into <laughs> the messy framework, but it is really helpful. And I have that as, um, I have a free download with tips that people can find on my site at kimrickberg.com. So I got, I give like so much free, free value and tips on social and through my website. And I also have a free download on how to be better on camera. So if you're looking to be on camera to grow your business. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Two things. One, do you remember those like Game Boy camera commercials that were like, smile, you're on Game Boy camera. I don't know, but maybe I should use that in one of my reels. That's a good idea. I like it. I like it. Um, I had a Game Boy camera, which makes me seem really freaking old. But anyway, I did, the have, second a game, thing- I did have a Game Boy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing I was going to say is where can people find you? But you told us, which is amazing. So thank you. Um, I'm going to link your website in the show notes and all those good things. Um, Thank you so much for being here. You're awesome. And I, you're like one of the people who I keep in my mind um, the most when I think about video. The other day I started something. It wasn't even a video. It was a podcast recording with my name. And I was like, shoot, I can't start with my name. Nobody cares about my name. I've had so many people basically, I, I, what happens is I get an idea. I'm like walking to get my coffee. I get an idea and I'm like, I'm going to make a reel out of that. I basically tell everybody like plan out your content, but I'm a creative, like I'm like an OG creative. So I'll like have an idea. And then I'll be like, I need to film this right now. I have such a good idea or I'll at least <laughs> write out the full video script for it. And then a few weeks later, I'll have like a client be like, I know, I know I can't start my video with my name. And I'm like, how do you know that? And they're like, I watched your video. I, I remembered it. I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then Someone else, they came on a Zoom and basically I have a video where I tell people, don't stand with the window behind you, that it's blown out, your face is dark and the background is bright. Turn around, look at the window, put your camera in front of the window and look backwards. You will be bathed in beautiful light. So I had another Zoom with a client and that client is like, I'm sorry, I'm backlit. I'm like, (laughs) 
Thank you for watching my video. So anyway, I drop a lot of like really good insider knowledge from Netflix and Pop Sugar video and Us Weekly video and TV news. And basically I like to still my 15 years down into 30 second reels, but I like it when people quote me. I'm like, yes, you're learning. Yes, I love it. It's landing. I love it's it. It's landing. It's great. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I know everyone who listens is going to love to hear what you have to say. And um, to everyone listening, make sure you find Kim at her website as well as on Instagram. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.